Don't look under the internet. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome everyone to Don't Look Under the Internet. The podcast where I just we're just fucking okay. I All just right. stared right. into Jason's eyes deadly for like a <laughs> solid five seconds. It made me feel so comfortable. Um that's Jason. Hello. That's Doug. He's Wait, a, a he's minute. looking a little rough over there. Oh, what was that? <laughs> oh my god! I think he's like bubbling up from that drain I you have in the floor. <laughs> I think he just turned into someone else. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's my bad, guys. Okay. Uh, it's okay. okay. It's not Doug. Fuck Doug. We're with you know. We're with Matt, aka Moot. Yeah, he's on. He's filling in for Doug this episode. So yes. everybody. Say hello to, uh, as somebody who just very kindly put it, is Mug. Moog, Mug. which I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of. Um, I would like to be the one to say uh, we have a big announcement that involves Moot. Uh, we do? Yeah. Do, I mean, We're, I wouldn't uh, say big, but um, we did a lot of talking. I wouldn't either. <laughs> um, Moot's like, what? We're kind of bringing Moot on as... The fourth member of Deludi. Oh shit! Really? Yes, yes, we. Oh are. god, we didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, why didn't Why didn't we talk about this first? Oh no. But no, it's true. We uh we have decided to extend an invitation to uh our good friend Matt, or as you guys know him as Moot. He's helped us out so very very much in the past. He ran a whole fucking ARG for us, uh, just to give us content. I'm assuming. And now he is here to help us out with episodes, do some behind the scenes stuff, yeah. but mainly just join the Deludi team. So everybody, please welcome Moot in the best way you know how. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Hopefully you like me, because here I am. They're just laughing at you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was the wrong button, I'm, I'm sure. No, the, it's, the audience we really I can't need hear to- what it was so it's, that's oh, okay you, you can't hear the board that's right it was oh, i don't just, have doug's wow. special computer so was, you've just invited here to make fun of me with sounds that i can't hear. exactly I, this is gonna come out next week and it's just every time i say something just fart noises is that what you're gonna do to me <laughs> i mean you won't know until i'm done editing so for now let's remain in that mystery yeah but D- D- doug's not here today so doug is not uh moody is gonna mad eye moody is gonna take over uh tonight and you know in the future to come as well some episodes so yay absolutely so welcome aboard buddy uh do you have anything you want to say to the people the beautiful people uh i appreciate you guys giving me a shot and hopefully i don't let you down hopefully the audience likes this new setup and the last time i was on the podcast i said continue existing and you should do that Awesome. Yeah, I I mean, I hope everyone else is really happy to hear from our unpaid intern mood as well. I mean, I. (laughs) Please help me. (laughs) He's not getting this. (laughs) I have no idea what I've been through. Um, (laughs) I would like to start this off by doing the old fashioned Deluti. Clap. Housekeeping. Above your head. Um, I think Moot's news could have been in housekeeping, but you know, that's okay. It gets its own separate bracket. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> we have two new patrons uh, that I want to announce today. One, we have the surgeon. Oh, he's gonna he's a surgeon. You so good. He's gonna take his little scalpel <laughs> and surge. He's gonna surge you. <laughs> um, so good. Uh, I, I can't. Even, you, I can't look at you. <laughs> the surgeon. Uh, we also have John Surprise. Now, is your name John Surprise or is it like an action? Like, is there like it's a, a comma in there? It's a John Surprise. Yeah, it's John Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need to know how excited to be right now or how surprised yeah. to be, I guess. <laughs> but th- thank you, you guys. It's really awesome. You- Instructions unclear. Dig co- Dick Cotton Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a shirt if I ever fucking heard one. <laughs> um, but thank you, everybody. If you want to be a patron as well, go to patreon.com slash pod. You can chuck in something. Or you can chuck in nothing. It's a free um, country. You can do whatever you feel. But if you do do the nothing route, you won't get anything. So <laughs> I mean, just... you will get us weekly. <laughs> True. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> um, that, that concludes that. Not the Looty Weekly, like Us Weekly, like the magazine. Us yeah. Weekly. <laughs> We're on the same level, I think. <laughs> yeah. Mike, kissed your, same Mike kissed your dad more on page seven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would also want to just get this one out of the way too because I haven't done it in a cool minute. That was weird. What the fuck just happened? I don't know. Cool minute. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to. We haven't done this one in a minute, so it's a uh, spit on the hands. What are you drinking? What are you thinking? There's a bottle here and it's empty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first we got to hear from the newest member. What uh, what are you drinking on what there, are- Matt? Uh, a menagerie of things. I started with a shot of Benchmark Whiskey, which at my local liquor store, they marked for, at the wrong price. And so I just scooped up a bunch of it. And so I took a shot of that. And then I've also got Liquid Death to rehydrate from my weekend nice. that I abused my liver. Is that just... And am currently paying for still. Is Liquid Death just like sparkling water? Uh, it's sparkling water, but I have the lime flavor. Ooh. So. So it's a it's yeah. a fancy Lacroix. E- e- <laughs> <laughs> He's like fancy, maybe not, but it's like Lacroix. Uh, it's cooler. Yeah, it'll murder your thirst. It's called Liquid Death, Mike. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Liquid Death. <laughs> and then I also <laughs> have a Texas Leaguer Knucklebuck German style dark lager for later. Fucking Christ, mm. Texas Leaguer <laughs> Knucklebuck. Knucklebuck, sure. yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Um, <laughs> Jason, what did you what did you bring us? I brought us a Kentucky, fuck you, Corbin, Kentucky, straight bourbon called Puncher's Chance. And there's a picture of a, it, honestly, this looks like it could be hanging in a cocaine dealer's den, like this, <laughs> this picture of this tiger, but it's on there. And that's honestly the only reason I bought it. And we're drinking it now. And it's, I, you know, it's whiskey. I'm yeah. feeling it. It's strong. It's strong. Okay. It's strong and it's cheap. Is it good? It's strong and it's cheap. So that's where I, the we're at. The only whiskey I won't drink is the whiskey that's in like the plastic handle at the very <laughs> on the very bottom shelf. For like eight dollars. Like, yeah. The sco- the school Anything above that is fine. Everything. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what else is gross, Jason? What else is gross? How some like governments or businesses can just take over a country or uh, not a country a town um a county you could say yeah and just uh-huh. go gung-ho and do whatever they want on it yeah uh-huh. no i agree this is a this is a great topic opening sentence as, to a, another area of the podcast as the blue oyster cult once said <laughs> oh, god damn it even <laughs> <God. laughs> 
was like wrong. Butterflies. That's not blue so, No, that's oh. fucking Pearl Jam. Oh. <laughs> Even flow. I thought, yeah, I, was, I, thought, I thought he was gonna go for "Don't Fear the Reaper," and I was having a really hard time figuring out how you were gonna connect. No, nope, it was an Even Flow <laughs> bit that I watched. Oh man, can we do that over? <laughs> we can, nope. but I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> that's the one that's making the episode. We're covering the. Eventide Media Center today. Yes, we are going right back to the Tempest universe. Yeah. Um, Channel 7 was in the the Tempest uh, universe. So this is actually Aiden. uh, If you guys remember last time, Channel 7 was made by Aiden Chick. Aiden Chick, not Aiden Elliott. Yes, that's a different Aiden. My theory is you have to be named Aiden to make analog horror, and you have to be named Alex to make analog horror as well, I guess. One of the two names. As long as you're (laughs) Aiden or Alex, you can make analog horror otherwise sorry no, go fuck yourself sorry matt yeah yeah well <laughs> i mean you did a good okay. job but wait, wait, i don't, well, we don't well, you have rules. to be named aiden or alex to make good analog yeah now aiden as so. some of you may know if you follow him on twitter or anything like that um he did put a tweet out there where he's like oh yeah i'm not really into like, my channel seven or my tempest universe or anything like that i did i feel like it was like a uh a selfish thing to make and uh he he was like oh, i did it for you know, the clout essentially. Um, but he, he, you know, stated that channel seven, he didn't think was all that good. He said that even tide was his, you know, his, his true, uh, uh, analog horror. Personally, I like channel seven. I thought it was very fun, but you can see an even tide. Um, there are things that he took from channel seven and added upon in ways that I enjoyed thoroughly. I think it's pretty. Oh Yeah. No, it's good. It's definitely you could. I I'm happy we did Channel Seven first. I will say that. Yeah, I want to do an introduction because I liked Channel Seven a lot. And obviously, if we're going to go into the Tempest universe more, what better way to introduce him than you know the yeah. first one he made? You can't start off with like the heavy hitter. Yeah, but Aiden, if you're listening, we love yeah. you, and your everything you do is pretty pretty awesome. So uh, follow me back. Slide into Daddy Mike's DM. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Follow the podcast back. Eventually, you'll just slide into Daddy Mike, but. It's a conversation <laughs> yeah. for later. Yeah, he needs some foreplay first, though. Well, where do we start with Eventide, boys? I don't know. I don't have the well, beginning. Yeah, I guess I have the beginning. I guess <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to dump right into it. Hell yeah. Um, so, we, we start off with First video one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is see they brought me here they set me up and they were like you're just gonna fucking start off and do the first bit so good luck <laughs> just so, sticking you into the fire i want you to know that this this is pretty much exactly how we do episodes we forget about it until <laughs> monday night and then we scramble <laughs> yeah there you go okay anyway the first video is called unusual architecture and it's apparently from 1989 and it looks like this is a video that has been ripped from a VHS tape. And it's very reminiscent in style and like uh, appearance to one of those educational videos that your teacher used to make you watch in middle school oh. when she would roll out the CRT yeah. TV on the cart and you had to sit there and watch and listen to that awful techno music. And, uh, <laughs> hey man, those were some of the best days of my classroom. It's experience. like a, that is true. It's like an you, old, I guess you didn't have to. It's like, yeah, if you can master the skill of sleeping with your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old Robert Crown video. Remember Robert Crown? Yeah. 
I don't. I have no idea, but sure. It, you don't either, Moot? No. Oh, well. No idea. Okay. Well, 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 let's, we're going to press pause. Mike. Robert you... Crown, for those of you that don't know, is a company that when you're in fifth grade, they come to your school and teach you about sex. <laughs> and they show you a video of a woman giving birth. And they show you these weird shitty 3D diagrams of like the labia and uh, the Libya or what else is over there. <laughs> <laughs> the Syria, I think. Um, and it well, I went to primary school in the Deep South, so we just didn't get that. That's true. You, we basically just got told that if we had sex, our dicks were going to fall off. So if you have <laughs> sex, you will get pregnant and you will die. <laughs> That's the order <laughs> of operations here. Right. Well, okay. I'm glad uh, we fucking yes. know that now. Yes. Thanks, Mike. So continue, Mike. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Anyway, the video starts off with an intro screen with a 3D model of a cube, a sphere, and a pyramid, which makes me think that this was made for us, because if you're in the diluted <laughs> Discord, you know all about the cube, the sphere, and the pyramid. Mm-hmm. But or Blythe. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, there's no narration or anything to this video. Uh, there's just some music in, playing in the background, and then there's a series of different screens with informational text on them. And the first one reads, In this video instruction series, you will learn about the types of impossible shapes, their history, and their use in architecture. And then we go into part one, which is, what is an impossible shape? What that is. <laughs> what that is. An impossible shape also known as a Penrose shape, is a geometric structure that cannot exist within 3D Euclidean space. And this video doesn't go over it, but if you don't know what Euclidean space is, it's basically just like the space that you do geometry in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a graph, but it goes in three directions no, 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 instead no, no. of two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you no, there. No, no, no. So <laughs> okay. right. what it actually is, is it's, you know how in SCP there's the object class yep, yep. Euclid? Euclidean space is a space where um, if you don't (laughs) fuck with it, it won't fuck with you. Delutipod, the place where you learn things that make you dumber in real life. There you go. Is math related to science? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, three-dimensional Euclidean space. Basically, all of this is saying is that if you try to construct a physical representation of one of these shapes in real life, it wouldn't work. You couldn't do it. Um, Don't tell me what to do. And then it it goes on to say even further that such configurations also cannot exist within the limits of non-Euclidean space, such as an elliptical, spherical, or hyperbolic geometry, which basically is just different type of spaces. We think of space uh, that we live in as basically like an infinite cube. Well, one of these spaces would be shaped in some other way. And that's basically all that means. If you if you happen to live in a space that is not Euclidean, unlike the rest of us, you still can't make one of these shapes. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the video also goes through some examples of impossible shapes, and it gives you a picture of each one. Mostly what they look like is they're made up of bars that are connected to each other in like some sort of impossible way. Um, the best way to envision this, and they actually bring it up later in the video, is... If you've ever seen M.C. Escher's paintings, oh my God. they're like those paintings where at first glance, it just looks like a bunch of random staircases. But if you actually pay attention, like you realize that the staircases can't move that way. Yep. Mm. He's yeah, one of my like, favorite, favorite modernist artists. There's so. that, um, that, that famous image of like the, the optical illusion of the, uh, like the stairs that look like they're going upstairs yeah. to other stairs, but they're all connecting. That's yeah. Right what this is right, yeah correct? Th- those paintings are made at yeah those paintings are made out of these sorts of impossible shape yeah. 
Those would be um, non-Euclidean. Well. Ish. Well, the painting, yeah. the, the <laughs> spaces themselves that M.C. Escher painted were non-Euclidean Stop. spaces. You need my head! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going down SCPs, this hole. Mike. If that makes you comfortable, yeah. if that's your comfort space, just think about that. SCP. Just think uh, SCP. Nothing can, yeah, nothing can hurt you, Mike. It's okay. He's back in a um, safe space. He's okay. <laughs> but anyway, all of this shit makes sense so far. Um, and like the first part of this video is basically just an informational video until you get to the next part where it starts fucking with you. And it says, although Penrose shapes seem to be paradoxical in nature, it is merely our psyche that dictates their appearance of impossibility. By disregarding the limitations of our minds, we can begin to come to an understanding of the nature of impossible shapes, which that basically just means what you think is impossible isn't actually impossible. You're just a fucking idiot, and you need to think about it better. <laughs> if you take the red pill. Consider this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Consider the fall. Um, and then the next part is actually impossible shapes in architecture, which shows you a bunch of pictures of M.C. Escher's paintings. And it's, uh, the video like skips for a second. Almost like the VHS tape skips and there's like a section cut out and then it comes back. And when it comes back, it gives you information about uh, Lionel and his son, Roger Penrose. And the two believe that their creations were impossible to recreate within the confines of our universe. Uh, they're the people who actually came up with these impossible shapes. And then it goes on to explain that despite their incredible ingenuity, their minds were ultimately unfit. Which is just a big old insult to these dudes. <laughs> they're stupid. And then, yeah, they're also fucking idiots. Um, and then it goes on to insult M.C. Escher because oh. it says that he was responsible for popularizing the image of impossible shapes. His art often depicts buildings that incorporate these configurations. Such art opens up the possibility of real world constructions of impossible shapes. The usage of these shapes could be the gateway to unlocking perpetual motion machines. Then it shows another one of his paintings. And then another one of his paintings. And then it says it requires a trained mind to conjecture the appearance of true impossibility. And then in a big old fuck you to MC Escher as well, it says not even MC Escher was capable of such a task. First they came for my Penrose and I said nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Then they came for my paintings. God damn it. Uh, The key to the secrets of the universe lies within the brain. And like I said, all of that is to say that if you train your mind correctly, you can actually understand and build these impossible shapes. If you always which, make IQ level nine thousand moves. No, this is yeah. this is some Lovecraftian shit. This is for sure. Like once you understand the knowledge, you can understand these impossible concepts. But my guess is your brain's not going to be the same <laughs> when you're done with it. Right? Yeah. Who knows how you're going to turn out yeah. on the other side. Uh, but when you get to the other side, apparently you should be able to build these impossibly, these seemingly impossible structures, and they should be able to provide infinite sources of energy. Oh, suck it, BP. And then, yeah, <laughs> don't need your oil after <laughs> <We're> all. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> part three actually goes over constructing an impossible shape. And it says, in order to even begin the process of creating an impossible configuration, your mind must first be open to the possibility. And then it says that if you follow these instructions carefully, you should be able to build an impossible shape. 
and that you should ignore all mental distraction. So it starts you through this process and it has you start with a prism and steps one and two and three basically all tell you to go through various steps of extruding a prism to begin constructing this impossible shape. Okay. And then somewhere in between steps one and two, there's a cut in the video where it starts to kind of glitch out. And then between step two and step three, there's an even bigger cut. So, and then it, we we just, we just don't get any fucking, they're not going to tell us how to build this. Are they? Oh, they do. Oh, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, we get to part three, where you very nearly constructed the shape, and it says to put another prism next to the first two prisms that you extruded, and then the video just like completely goes statically, like completely staticky, and in the background you can briefly see the rotated object should completely disappear at this point, and then there's nothing but static, and then it comes back, and would you guess... I I think Jason's already guessed this. There's an impossible shape on the screen. <laughs> so, <And> then, <laughs> none of the important steps were given to me here, and I'm I have yeah. some questions for the manager. Yeah, basically they <laughs> they've given us make a shape, turn it into another shape. Question, question, question. Profit. They did exactly. the, uh, That's basically what you get. They, they <laughs> yeah. did the equivalent of like SpongeBob with the marble slab. He just hits it once and then makes that <laughs> sculpture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then at the very end of step three, when the video comes back, it says, "Here is a full rotational view," and it seems like it's about to rotate the shape so that you can actually see it. And as soon as that starts to happen it just morphs into like these scratchy lines and makes a noise and then disappears. Which I think the meta, like the in-universe thing here is if you're watching this video and your mind is open and you're not a fucking idiot, when the when the shape starts to rotate, you'll be able to comprehend what's happening. But I, I, I haven't attained that enlightenment, so I couldn't see what it actually looked like. We haven't, if somebody out there has attained a lot of enlightenment. only man that has would be Elon Musk himself. Yeah. Or Doug, but he's there you dead. Go. Or so. Doug, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. It's all right. Um, it, happens. it happens. What, did you kill him? <laughs> just went from the, just went from the fourth <laughs> member to the third. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you freeze this video... At exactly five minutes and 20 seconds and the staticky lines that show up when the shape begins to rotate you can actually see a pair of eyeballs like inside the scratches but they disappear really quickly hmm. so that's pretty fucking creepy and then after that there's just a copyright screen that says 1989 eventide media group and then it says created with a grant from the architecture association of massachusetts hmm. and then the screen that follows that is a screen that says eventide media center open daily 9 a.m. to 7. Hey, you're going to see that one no. a lot. Yeah, so the, the, yeah. just like most of the analog horrors, I'm venturing to guess, at least with yours, Matt, that the the first three, at the very least, did the same thing that mine did, which is opens up with the Eventide logo and, like, your programming or whatever the fuck is going on there, and then it just glitches and goes into what it actually needs to show us. Uh, Yeah, something like More that. More or less. It's, I mean, um, it's not going to be the yeah, same there's every There's variations time. of that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but then if you actually go to the description of this video, one of the links in the description of this video is a Twitter page for the Eventide Media Center, which the description of that is Eventide Valley's Community Media Center and Library, which for the astutely minded 
you might assume that these are videos that are coming out of this media center and even Tide Valley. Um, so what if you're I think not that, astute? <laughs> well, then you're Mike and you explain that experience to me. <laughs> then you just say you fucking figure it out. So <laughs> yeah. we, we you have fucking figure our it ways out. out of every situation. <laughs> yeah. Loopholes. There you go. Um, so that pretty much covers video one. And so we go on to video two, which is Ocean View Forecast. And the description of this video is your local forecast. And it opens up with a weather station intro screen, um, like an old 80s weather channel uh, intro that has jazz music playing in the background. I, I and love the, the f- jazz music in all of these. Every yeah. analog horror about like, news <laughs> things has the best jazz music in the background. Mike's got a playlist. I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it's something. There's something creepy about it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I think I think it's like the disparity between what should be calming and just the the fact that it isn't the hell that's <laughs> unfolding on the screen in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you get the intro screen and then it says Ocean View Weather Regional Forecast and you get the weather for Misty Point, Massachusetts, uh, which appears to be a city on the East Coast of the United States. And the video also this video also looks like it's ripped from a VHS tape. I love um, this and video. it's around from around the same time period as the first one. And uh, it has just like idle weather channel footage. So I, lots of people now, like younger people might not know what these weather stations look like. But and I don't even know if they have these anymore. But they used to have like weather channels that you could just go to. Yeah. that would just have 24 seven the weather. Yep. It was basically like the weather app on your phone, but it was a TV mm. station. Yeah, it would cycle through like 10 cities or something that was near you. Right. You just yeah. find the one you wanted. Yeah, this is exactly what that is. Um, and the weather for this video is from Sunday, June 27th. And there's more information about Misty Point, Massachusetts, scrolling along the ticker at the bottom of the screen. Uh, which includes Misty Point Lighthouse is open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And it also says that you can buy a tour of the abandoned Misty Point graveyard. So a lot like the first video, the first part of this seems really normal. Um, The first thing that you're going to realize is it's the weather is supposed to be pretty calm, maybe a little bit of wind, and it's supposed to be foggy that night in Misty Point. Uh, But eventually the video fades to black. And then you hear the sound of thunder in the background. And when it fades back in, you see the Ocean View weather logo again. And this time there's a video of like a pretty normal looking lighthouse in the background. And then we dump back into the weather. Except this time, if you look at the top, the timestamp up in the top of the video, you'll notice that about 30 minutes have passed since the first weather update. And the forecast has now gone from mostly okay and foggy to like it's definitely gonna storm. Like it's severe thunderstorms are getting ready to roll in. Yeah, it's gonna rain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we mostly get the same shit as before with the same screens, except that it's warning residents to stay inside and that a severe thunderstorm is coming. And eventually, we get a weather radar map, and it shows a very obviously large storm that's moving into the east coast from the atlantic ocean and then this is where the weird starts the video starts to glitch out and there's like this white light that moves from one side of the video to the other it's like just like this bright white fade in the tape 
that makes this buzzing noise mm -hmm. and then disappears. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't show up well on film. He's got very pale skin. The yeah. light doesn't exactly you know, uh, the that exposure. Makes sense. It's a problem. And yeah, back in the 80s, the cameras couldn't really handle if you, it. I if you it. enhance the audio, it you can hear me going, oh, sorry, every time I go <laughs> by the camera. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... And then we get a couple more warnings about thunderstorm and winds, some more distorted video, and then it warns anyone who is on the coast to evacuate immediately. And if you read the evacuation notice at the bottom of the screen long enough, when it gets to the end, it says, if you see a lavender beam of light through the fog, avoid its path. I loved this video so much. Yeah, this one was pretty cool. Uh, suddenly after that, the music stops and the white light moves across the screen again. And then the video cuts out and then the video comes back and there's a foghorn blaring in the background. And then a new message plays across the ticker and it says something is coming through the fog. Oh. Avoid its gaze. Something is coming from the sea. The fog. There is something rising out of the waters. The deluge brings forth the life of the ocean. The lighthouse is glowing. There's a face in, and then the video cuts out again. Cthulhu Fatan. So that's reassuring. Is that his yep. full, is that his Christian given <laughs> no. name? Cthulhu Fatan? <laughs> Fatan means rise. Cthulhu. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like Italian uh, okay. or something. Cthulhu. Yes. <laughs> Cthulhu's actually Italian. Hey. He was one yeah. of the. Hey, it's Thuy. <laughs> he was one Louis. <laughs> oh my Thuy. God. Yeah. That's a sitcom in the fucking making. Louis, the, Ita the Italian yeah. sea god or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Thuy and his cousins Tony, yeah, Tony, and Tony. <laughs> hey, yeah. get your dumb ass out of my oceans. Fucking love that. Hey, you keep quiet. I'm going to come over here and I'm going to slap you with these tentacles. <laughs> you know? See, I would like that too much, so don't tempt me yeah. with your time. Yeah, that's a, that's a analog comedy. Ooh. Should make that. Ooh, there's a fucking <laughs> vein that hasn't been tapped yet. I thing, analog comedy. I don't yeah. think it has, but I think... Nobody steal that. It would be even more niche than analog horror, which is already pretty fucking We'd niche. We'd have one viewer, and it would be Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, as long as he enjoys it, it's worth it. Um, we're also then taken back to the radar screen, and you can see that the storm has basically covered the entire state of Massachusetts at this point. Fucking good. And one thing you can notice about the storm on the radar is that it's not just like a big cloud that slowly moves over the radar like a normal storm would it's kind of like snaking and like growing and inching along like and like uh, sort of something like that and then in the like deep in the center of the reddest part of the radar you can see a weird shape coming out of the center that kind of looks like the eyes and the mouth from a scream mask oh. and uh then after that happens, the white light goes across the screen again and the video cuts out. This time, when it comes back, we get the same intro screen as before with the lighthouse, except this time the lighthouse is covered in like this webby stuff that I thought at first was ectoplasm. It looks like a spider web. Oh, Actually, it kind of okay. looks like something something very large, just like Bukaki the lighthouse. I think I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the sky is also black, and the lighthouse is emitting a lavender beam, which swivels around, and then it points straight at the camera. And then the same face from the radar shows up briefly inside the beam. And then we get an outro screen and the tape ends. The imagery of like the lighthouse being all like wonky like that is probably one of the creepiest looking things. I love it. It's so cool. I, yeah. I love it. Does I like it make you want to fuck a fish person? A little bit. Mm. A little bit. We are back in Arkham. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, Newt, I don't, I don't remember if this is correct or not, but when the lights like going back and forth through the mm-hmm. film, does it turn lavender after a while? It's lavender from the beginning. Like it's oh, okay. It yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't remember if it like went lavender over time or not. Yeah, I'm really happy that some of these concepts are making an appearance early because, like I said, I only had time to watch my four, and I watched glimpses of the others, but. There was one part I was very confused about, and you guys talking about a lavender light is yeah. definitely yeah. making a lot more, if you things want, more clear. If you want a dope-ass computer wallpaper, go take the snapshot of that, that lighthouse <laughs> and use that, because it looks fucking cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah, this series does a cool job of uploading a bunch of videos that seem completely disconnected, and then mm. just having like these concepts that just make reappearances in unlikely places. Yeah, um, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So with that said, we move on to video three, which is nuclear oh! safety. Uh, the <laughs> safety. <laughs> Mike's very excited. <laughs> Does safety get you hard, Mike? Always. Oh, okay. That's I've done. I started my new job, and I've gone through so much safety training. So yeah, I'm into it. Safety <laughs> words um, don't work on Mike because they just make him hornier. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had at our at my new job. Um, yeah, they had to go through like the very basic like training for us. They're like, oh, you know, this is what you do during a fire. You know, it's like look both ways so you don't Before hit you cross the fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then one of them is called uh, it's it's a whole like PowerPoint on ladder safety. And, oh God, uh, I have a follow up. <laughs> and uh, during like the we had this whole orientation with like 30, 40 people in it, mm. and um, some of the other my my coworkers right when they got to the ladder safety. Uh, uh, slide. He's all right. Now we're gonna go on to ladder safety. They're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck yes, yeah. and all ladder safety is is just uh, don't fall off the ladder. <laughs> See, it's so we actually just had a uh, actually. You know what? I'm gonna phrase this differently so as not to incriminate myself. Um, did you know that apparently, if you are to fall off a ladder, it is possible for you to remove all the skin on your arm? Neat. There's only one way I know that. Uh, ooh. I'll break HIPAA if I tell you how I know it, but I'm guessing everybody can infer what the fuck I mean. Neat. It's not pretty. So yes, ladder safety is a fucking real thing. Follow it, because I don't want to see you at work. Okay. 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 Good thing I don't climb ladders. Never. Uh You just mow lawns. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry, days. Matt. Well, Please go I'm back to... Well, talk about less important things than ladder safety and go over nuclear safety, but ladder safety <laughs> is definitely more important. So I'm glad yeah, that you brought up that important bit of information. We hit the OSHA mandated ladder safety, and now we're going on to the also I guess less... nuclear yeah. safety is fine. I fucking guess we also have to do this one. Ugh. It's part of the training, guys. Just bear with us. <laughs> yeah. uh, this one is not a VHS tape, as far as I can tell. This one instead appears to be significantly older than the first two videos, and it's actually a projector slideshow. Uh, so oh. it's done in the style of like a Cold War era public service announcement. And we get instead of like the 80s style, like slow jazz that you get on the weather station, we get like big band music playing in the background. And then oh, yeah. we get a screen that says this is an official United States film property of the Massachusetts Threat Defense Group. And then the next slide is nuclear safety, complete guide for the whole family. The video then goes through several slides and indicates that people should be prepared for a nuclear attack. We get a warning signals section of the video, and it goes over the difference between two types of warning sirens that might play to warn citizens of impending danger. 
the alert signal and the attack warning. So the alert signal is just used for general emergencies during peacetime. And then the attack warning is actually used to warn citizens of an impending attack on America. And we get two screens that show like that nuclear fallout symbol with the yellow triangles inside. And it says, if you hear an attack, warning siren, head for shelter immediately. The symbol on screen denotes the location of a fallout shelter. And then we go over the effects of a nuclear bomb detonation. So what we get here is a visual depiction of a city and then a bomb detonating next to it. And we are informed that there are four stages of a detonation. The first one is a flash. You get a blinding flash of light. The second one is a heat wave. And you get a searing wave that ignites anything in its path. The blast wave is the third thing. And that is a wave carrying the sound of the explosion along with dangerous debris. And then after that, the music stops. And we get the fourth stage. And the fourth stage is fallout. Finally, radioactive fallout drops from the explosion's mushroom cloud. Fallout is one of the most deadly aspects of a nuclear explosion. And then we get a beat. And then the music comes back. And we get instructions on what to do during an explosion. Include looking away immediately. That's important. And then we get my favorite part of the video, which shows like a cartoon man on the screen. And then the following very helpful bit of critical information, which is at this point, heading for cover is futile. The most you can do is hope that the heat kills you before the flash. <laughs> and then we have and then the guys in like the fetal position or something yeah, i think right yeah it's, it's like that that meme that's like lay out, like try not to cry, cry lay down cry on the floor cry a lot cry a lot but hey yeah. bef- before you go further i do need to touch on this this is one of the tropes that we see over and over and over again and we usually refer to it as what the, the crying th- no the three four f's crying yep that starts with f crying Fucking fighting Feet down, <laughs> feet down, or uh, feet up. No, feet up, face feet up. Feet something, face down, ass and up. Something else, and then the last one was, it just says kill yourself. <laughs> but this <laughs> is start with F. So <laughs> front wall, okay. front yard, front yard, face, face down, down. F- ass up. That's <laughs> <laughs> and that's as far as we're getting apparently. And that's the <laughs> that's the way you do the Diluti nuclear fallout shuffle. <laughs> that's not a mouthful at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> next, we have the aftermath, which is not a 1996 compilation album by Dr. Dre, but is instead nice. <laughs> the aftermath nice. of a nuclear blast, which is there is no aftermath. Once the attack begins, there is no hope for survival. Can I, did you write that down, that bit down, or did that just come to you? <laughs> it, well, okay, so it came, it came to, to me as I was watching it, and then I, I did dun, write dun, it down, dun, but dun, it did dun, come you're to like, me. Shit. At the time. <laughs> you're like, you're, shit. You're better than Mike, that's for sure. He writes down all of his jokes. I don't write comedy, it just comes to me. I'm a genius. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, like, as if shit hasn't gotten weird enough, this is where it actually gets weird. Um, the video starts to explain what nuclear fallout is, but as it's describing nuclear fallout, we get this illustration of the nuclear fallout and it actually makes it look like it's some sort of living creature. 
there's like these three tentacled microorganisms and they it shows them seeping through a crack in a fallout shelter and then one eats a dude's intestines whoa Whoa. yeah and that's not elaborated on at all and then (laughs) (laughs) you just deal with this information now (laughs) and as concerning as that might be everything is great because the next part of the video actually tells you how to prepare yourself the video's advice on preparing yourself (laughs) yeah for that is as follows there is no way to prepare once it begins there is no way to stop it An attack is inevitable, and as such, one should mentally prepare for the day that it happens. Those who are ready will experience no pain in the transition. Those who aren't will be faced with judgment. And then we get a picture of a mushroom cloud. And and (laughs) this all seems very happy. It's very upbeat. Yeah, (laughs) it's great. It's very, it's very Portal 2. Yep. Yep, uh, yep, yep. And then we got a picture of a mushroom cloud. And instead of normal smoke and shit, it looks like it's made out of the same gooey substance that was bukkake'd all over the lighthouse. Hell yeah. Um, well, that, that makes a comeback, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. That comeback. <laughs> like Kim Kardashian. Got it. She got cum on her back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the jewel. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you, Matt, for that. Thank you, President. Hillary. That's the jewel. Um, <laughs> the, the video wraps up by asking the viewer to prepare neighbors and family by making sure that they're informed and then we get a brief glimpse at a title screen and it says emergency real B issued by the Massachusetts Threat Defense Group uh, declassified and approved for public release in 1971 amended by the Massachusetts Threat Defense Group for use in the event of an unforeseen attack warning Real contains instructions that may, and then something is whited out. We just redacted. I don't know wait, what that wait, was. Do the thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, It'll be like then, 20 seconds late. Yeah, and then it says not for use outside of designated time frame to be distributed only upon confirmation. Confirmation of what? Who knows? That's the end of the video. <laughs> Very informative. Um. So now that we are done with the nuclear threat portion. Pork chop sandwiches. Pork chop sandwiches. What is happening? (laughs) Is this a Drake song that I don't know? No, it's that fucking G.I. Joe. Oh. Right when, in my brain, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if you just yelled pork chop sandwiches when you get back from the cut? Is that what happens in your your brain most of the time, Mike? Wouldn't it be funny if I just... In his brain and in real life, by proxy, because it you, all it always happens. This will take it all two seconds up. to explain. That's fine. It's the gonna... inside of my brain looks like that scene from Space Jam when Danny DeVito's character sits on the remote and all twelve thousands of his TV uh, TVs turn on, and it's just yeah. Looney Tunes on full blast, just flashy lights. Yeah, that's my brain all the time, and it hurts a lot. Well. Honestly, if that's the case, it's a fucking miracle that more doesn't make it out. So good job, man. That I'm, mental fortitude that had to be through training or something. I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. I'm just doing my best. Um, it just comes yes. out on your Twitter as angry political rants. <laughs> <laughs> he is the angry politi- political you person pay, of this podcast. You pay attention. <laughs> 
I will. I will say that he does. He baits me every once in a while. Oh, it was the the, the three F's were front lawn, face up, feet together. Thank you, under the table, gremlin. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. It's the victory pose from Local Fifty Eight. I prefer. Okay, cool. Version. Yep. Um. So now that we are done talking about the nuclear holocaust and how futile it is to try to do anything about it and just fucking die, uh, we move on to a video called Deep Night. Um, its tone shifts drastically, as is tradition with most analog horror videos. Um, this one starts off with your normal Eventide Media programming. Uh, it shows you what's to come in the near future, and it starts off by giving this big logo. Um, it's called Deep Night, and it kind of looks like it's something to do with like something internet-related. It looks like a very 80s internet. And it says, current time is 3.26 a.m., and then it gives a list of the future programs that are going to uh, be playing. The very first one, I actually thought this was a, a typo because I didn't know this was an actual word. Uh, it's called tripography. And I thought it was typography, like <laughs> typographic graphics or something like that. But no, it's called tripography. And that actually refers to something called tripophobia, which is the fear of small bumps and or holes oh, in a small no. pattern. Yes, I think Mike has this. Yeah, I've no, seen those Lori horrible does. images on the internet. And oh, they say, yeah. like, if you're scared of those images that you have this, that's bullshit. Those vi- those pictures are just horrible. No, they really They're are. Disgusting. And there was, a, there was a picture that I saw that, like, if if that statement were true, I would have uh, trypophobia. But I don't think I do. I just thought it was gross because they replaced somebody's fingertips with the mouths of lampreys. Mouths. <laughs> Oh, and it was God. fucking horrible. It looked like they had just these bumpy holes all over their fingers. It's just, mm, no oh. thank you. It's just fucking gross. Um, but yes, so the next program we are going to be viewing is called Tripography. Woo! And after, after we see this little bulletin, it like glitches a bunch, and Tripography is the only one that stays for a while. The rest kind of disappear. They like vanished, come back. Um, and it cuts to a night vision camera. It's a static cam. Um, it looks like it pans over a little bit and there's a, just a bunch of, I, there's these little like holes, like all over the ground. There's not a whole lot of them in this one, but they're there. And the text pops up and it says the Torrent Park region has seen minor increase in growth since the last inspection of March 20th, which means somebody is surveying this area for what? Not really fucking sure. Um, it goes to region two. Region two is another, it looks like another area of park or just like wildlife area. Um, and it looks like even more holes are farming. It says region two is only 2.3 kilometers from Torrent Park. Not sure if they are connected. Not sure what that means yet. Connected. I don't know why. I, I would say if some freaky shit's happening in both locations. The exact it, same the ch- freaky shit. Yeah, the chances of that just randomly having... Happening twice and not being connected. <laughs> Garfield has absorbed four children's playgrounds in two different towns. <laughs> I con- wonder if it's connected. No, not at all. It's just, it's random. Um, so they're wondering if it's connected. So it, it shoots back to another region. It's called Region 3. And again, it shows more of these holes in the ground and some vegetation. Um, and all it says is that Region 3 has had evidence of seed growth. Uh, can- Region four, something <laughs> similar, except this so time it that's says that's where the cum came from. <laughs> um, region four says connection discovered, seed growth apparent, 
in region five, finally, um, it shows this like bigger open field and there's like this house in the background and it shows these eyes, like these eye stalks, I guess is the only way that they I They look can... like that eyeball monster from Star Wars. Yes, in the trash yes, compactor. yes, yes. In the yeah. trash compactor. They look just like that. If you remove the hairy skin that was all over it, that's what these fucking things oh, look like. Oh, yeah. And they're everywhere. Also, they, is seed growth just another word for like having it like a someone's a coming child? all over this area? No, having a child because <laughs> your seeds growing. That it's could also growth. be it. I'm I'm guessing. So I'm guessing this one's referring to some anomaly within the vegetation slash underground. Um, hence all of these eye stalks coming out of these fucking holes that are all over the ground. And I now understand why it was called typography because it is graphing out this area that had been affected by a bunch of little tiny holes in a different pattern. And all of these holes seem to have something living in it. Um, what it is, we don't... They look like Ocula from Small Soldiers. Oh my god, yes. Holy shit, yes. Yeah, I a, that, forgot better. that was the name. But fuck, yeah, that, it looks like Ocula from Small Soldiers, for sure. Mike, um, you say you're an idiot, and then you just have like this, ins- like you dig deep and just f- pull out these very specific references, and like he doesn't give himself enough credit, right? Like D- the only reason Doug and I make fun of him so much is because he makes fun of himself, and it's an easy bandwagon to hop on. It is. That's it. I it's, am an yeah, easy he, wagon. Yeah, he does make it too easy. Mike the easy wagon. It's like Thomas the Tank Engine, but the X-rated nighttime version of it. <laughs> Oh, man, so many images in my head, and I don't like any of them. <laughs> Thomas the Twink Engine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Matt. <laughs> For another reason, I will not be sleeping tonight. <laughs> Too horny. Um, <laughs> but after, so after these eye stalks start popping out of the, all these little holes, um, you get the, the text that pops back up. Uh, pauses for a bit and instead of these like long paragraphs of like status updates of these different regions all it says is region five growth nearly complete Uh oh and it goes right back to the fucking title screen the the little eventide media programming up next your future programming etc etc that's the end of the deep night video um I will say something that we did not mention yet is in the descriptions of all of these, uh, a lot of times in analog horror, you will find like extra information. This one, all it has is a link to the bulletin, which is the Twitter, um, as well as a few other resources like Patreon and something else. So you don't really have to dig too hard into the descriptions. Mm. Um, The next one that comes up is called Midnight Movie. And this this one, I think I watched this three, three solid times. I enjoyed this one. It was weird, but I, did I too. Yeah. I just don't know. I think why. this is my least favorite one. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the <laughs> I enjoyed the aesthetic that it was going for. See, yeah. I enjoy, I would I, I think I would have enjoyed it more if a little bit more happened. That's and what I, I mean. I yeah. understand why they did what they did, and it took me again all three fucking watch throughs to figure out why. Mm. But video five is called Midnight Movie, and you would think that you would see any semblance of a movie here, but, I mean, technically you do. You see the very end of it. (laughs) Um, You see the fucking end credits, and it rolls, and you just see a bunch of names, names, names. You don't think anything of it. Then you get to a point where they say, in memoriam. Um, And they basically memorialize everybody who who had been a part of the film who died... In 1953, 1952 and 1953, which I'm assuming is when the movie was actually filmed. 
and they give this yeah. fucking list. Like it's all <laughs> it's, it's pretty- like it's like the entire cast. It's like yeah. the whole fucking cast. And it just says, you know, this person from, you know, 1911, 1953, this person, 1926, 1953. And then you find out what the name of the movie is. And it is, it's, oh, fuck, what was the, I forget the actual name, but it's essentially, it's like spiders of uh, whatever this town S- is. Sundenville or something Sun- like that. Something like that. And you realize this movie is about giant spiders attacking the area that all of these videos are coming from. And you kind of put together that all of these deaths might have... This this movie might not have been fiction. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it, all of these deaths are connected to this movie, and they died well on the set, and it has something to do with something weird happening in this town. It was either it's either a legitimate found footage movie where people actually got fucked up by these giant spiders. Yeah, or, and it was it, where somebody it was, was like, "We have these giant spiders. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's film them rampaging this town." Either we'll way, make so much money. Giant spiders exist in this equation. Um, and then you see a little clip at the very end. Uh, Attack of the Somberville Spiders. Somberville Spiders. Thank you. Attack Som- of the Somberville Som- Spiders. Som- Somberville. And the very end. You see, as the credits are starting to wrap up, you see, like, a, a skull, like, cracking through the background a little bit, and it flashes. Um, all while this is happening, you see, like, flares popping up, which I'm assuming is, like, fire or something alluding to the cleansing of something. And you see, in, like, a first-person view, in, like, a in like 19, you know, 50s-style camera, this woman, it's that end of, it's that fucking horror uh, scene from 50s and 60s movies where they see something terrifying and oh. the camera cuts and you see them put a hand up and they scream and then that's it. And that's the entirety of this last clip, but it's first person and you see whoever's holding the camera like looking eye to eye, eye to eye with this fucking eye to eyes. Thank you. <laughs> I was figuring out how to say that because they have eight of them. Um, with this giant ass spider who just dis- to eye to eye to eye to eye to eye to eye to eye. See, I was gonna save our listeners from that, but Mike had, Mike doesn't care. <laughs> Mike doesn't care. Um, but yeah, she she sees this thing just like destroying the last of this town. Screams as it lunges towards her, and that's about it. And I mean, I mean, like I tried looking through the names to try and pick up on something that had to do with anything here, and I really couldn't find anything. So. That's the entirety of Midnight Movie. It's a fun one. Confused the shit out of me for a little bit, but uh, the next one is one of my favorites. It is called City Council. I love the City Council one. Yes, it's so it's so it opens up uh, just like your normal Eventide Media would, and you get the, the Eventide Media, and this is our City Council meeting, and it shows uh, the City Council chamber, and it shows these censored uh, people sitting around. The, uh, what do you call city council? The, the chambers, I guess? The chamber table? Yeah. Something? To, sure, well, that sounds good. Um, they're all sitting around it, and the mayor speaks up and says, okay, we are going to, in this meeting, we're going to go over some resource allocation. Um, and they put up this pie graph, and immediately, I'm like, something's off here. Something's fucking... Yeah. Because 58% of this town's budget is reserved for something just under the title of excavation. Uh, what? 
<laughs> what do you mean? We're a we're a digging town here. They just dig, dig, <laughs> dig, dig. I guess um, if you don't got a shovel, yeah, you ain't a man in this town. And so they they go over the resource allocation. They show that fifty eight percent is going to excavation, and the rest is being divvied up among the, like the towns, like so, like the churches, the firehouse, whatever. Um, after he gets done going over these facts and figures, he asks if anyone else has anything to say about this, to which a priest from the Church of Gothsford pipes up. What a dope-ass name for the town, Seriously. Too. Gothsford. Yeah. Um, he says he wants to relocate the project for several reasons, and he goes over those reasons, but then he gives the real reason, and that is, this project goes against the will of God. The will of God. <laughs> no. You gotta say it like that. Like yeah. Fire and brimstone. <laughs> like he's a very eccentric priest man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just doing fucking uh, Preacher Bot from Futurama is all that is. <laughs> all the way to Robot <laughs> <laughs> Yes. God, we need somebody else on the show that can do impressions because I fucking can't. Well, I'll we'll just do that the whole time. Yeah, he's obviously, he's <laughs> nailing them yeah. on top of Rebar and Ripsaw. And anyway. Um, hey so this this priest from the Church of Gosford, he wants to relocate this, this project because of God's project. wishes. And he's like, he's ranting and raving, and all of a sudden he just gets cut the fuck off, and the mayor's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, now let's hear from like the, per- the, the foreman, the person who's in charge of this whole thing. Uh, they're going to give us an update on the excavation. And they go, well, it's going pretty well. Uh... We're going to need more money. We're going to need more money. <laughs> uh, we're digging a lot more than we thought. And uh, they're, um, oh, also, we understand the church is asking for some reparations and some payment for some, like, lost, uh, lost this, lost that. Basically, they've been digging on church property, and they want money to help repay that. They completely blow over that and say, the businesses in town will definitely get money, but you won't. Um, and then they're like, let's reduce education, too. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, we can even we can even pay for this by making our kids dumber and making sure there's not enough, you know, education budget here. Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> Rondo. It's what plants great. So he's given this update and he goes, yes, everything's going well. We're expanding. And I, we do have a, a very large update here. And he says, these are our findings as of recent. Um, Apparently what they found was a glowing, beating purple heart in their excavation. It's, uh, you see like these, this like white-ish, purple-ish glowing light throughout the entirety of a lot of these videos. Now you're actually seeing what it is. And it's very, very, very... What it is! (laughs) What that is! (laughs) It's a uh, it, it legitimately it's a, it looks like a it looks something just right out of D&D like an arcane beating heart or some shit. Um it's purple, it's glowing and it's just throbbing with energy. And as this happens, <laughs> they start talking about it and he the the mayor gets cut the fuck off. And that's when you see the middle of this room erupt into earth and something huge <laughs> shoot out of it and then the fucking video cuts out and it goes Is it r- bad that I laugh? Oh, dude, I laughed my ass off when I saw that. I, I did great. not expect it at all, and I thought it was the, the best fucking thing. So, yes, we're on the same page here. <laughs> um, and after that happens, uh, it cuts to this scene of, like, the mountainside with some trees, there's some fog, and then something gets up, 
And when I say gets up, it means it stands up above the trees. Get the fuck up! And the mountains. And it was not <laughs> Fred Durst. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I'm assuming whatever this was did it all for the nookie as well, so... <laughs> Um, but I don't know what it was. It looks like a it looked like a, like a robot or like some kind of giant humanoid or something. But it doesn't really go over it. And then it just hard cuts. It looks like Enderman from yeah. Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Linky ass arms, sort of. super yeah. dark, white eyes. Yeah, I can see that. Like purple white eyes. Yeah. Uh, but that's the end of that video. Um, the very last video I have to go over is a video called Computer Graphics, and this this is a fun little video. <laughs> I like this one a lot. It's a nice <laughs> little instructional. It shows you the parts of your motherboard. It shows you how computers work in a very, very dumbed-down fashion, um, and it breaks it up into these little segments. So you're going to see the Eventide Media logo pop up, and it's going to start going over the inside, the, the like, how to... How to produce computer graphics, and it tells you that this is like a demo video for fuck. What was the name of the the? It was inner. Uh, actually, the, the fucking company doesn't matter at all in this one, which is weird because most analog horrors do. Search the night. It's like inner space or something like that. Um, and it says this is a demo video for uh, inner space graphics, and it goes over animation and visual effects. Now, I want all of you, I know this might seem very trivial, but I want all of you to pay attention to... Interface visions. Interface you are very visions. close. Interface I, visions. Um, Dope logo, though. It is. I like it. Um, I want everybody to pay attention to, to numbers on this one. Numbers and names, mostly. Because this is very subtle, and I was actually very confused as to why this was part of the series for a second. Um, I was waving to Doug. You, yeah, he needs the moral support. Yeah. He's not looking great. Um, so this first part is called animation visual effects and it shows examples of like computer graphics for like, like 1990 and earlier. Um, it states that all of these graphics come from the visions and dreams of employees. That phrasing is very, very, very important. Visions and dreams. Um, so it shows a couple of different like models. It shows three separate ones. Okay. The second one goes over the actual models, and these are like people. Like it's like uh, it's video game graphics from the '90s of people. Um, now these ones it shows three separate models. It shows Bill Reed, it shows Steve Harriet, and it shows uh, Joe Gatesburg. Now those three names are all people that work for this company and all people that have participated and worked on this project, especially when making this video. Um, so. that's, that's remember so. three, right? Yeah. Three for everything. Three, three, three. Um, at the very end of this video, it mentions a memorial for, uh, what's her name? Either way, it sounds like it's either, uh, Joe Gatesburg's sister or wife. One of the two. Same last name. Can't remember her actual name. Um, I'll look it up for you. It's it's not a huge it it's not like recurring. Look right? at me doing Jason's work for him. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> You're welcome. Me love you long time. Me love your long Tim. Um <laughs> So that that right there is essentially the end of the video. It shows these different graphics and these different computer models. Now there's three actual models the Bill Reed model, the Steve Harriet model, and the Joe Gatesburg model. Now Oh, it also shows models of like um 
the, the models that they made of like the like, very that, first that, that that they took from like real life is yes. this is like a piano with like yes there's a piano there's, there's a, a rose rose and and it's like um the things that you see like the, how how they're like constructed is right. like it's nothing but like you know the little like uh i guess it's the current pieces from a microchip the golden pieces that are oh, just like the, the sharp. pins the, not the pins but it's like the sharp like the long yeah they only move yeah you know what i mean the things that plug into the motherboard no it's it's you know how motherboard is green yes and then you see all those gold lines <laughs> the running through it the circuitry. The Thank you. that's what i was looking for the circuitry that's <laughs> what they're traces. like saying it's made of like you see a flower with like the circuitry going in as it's like the roots yes exactly and you see a computer with like this weird stick in the back and it just falls out yes the piano and, also has circuitry inside yeah. where the strings are supposed I to be i couldn't think of the word fucking circuitry i'm over here pay like, attention to that circuitry because yeah. it pops up right now at the very end of this it shows four beds like Plugged into the motherboard. Did you also mention how the, the uh, ball? No, the modelers like their their models are fucked up. So hold on. Um, so it <laughs> shows these, it shows these four beds uh, plugged into the motherboard. Right, the very beginning. One of the first models that you see is this golf ball rolling like along this plane, and it rolls down these columns, and it ends up at a cross, kind of signifying a grave marker. That's one of the models. Another model is a piano. Another model is a rose. There are four beds sitting in this motherboard. There were three human models. And the very end... 343, three, Halo 6 confirmed. Nailed it. <laughs> there it is. We did it. At the very end, it says, in memoriam for whoever it is, Gatesburg, either Joe's wife or sister, and then it says, dreams become reality. So when I first watched through this, it didn't hit me. Madison Gatesburg. Madison Gatesburg. Thank you. Madison um, Gatesburg. What happened to that fourth person? There were four beds. I don't know. There's what three models. Faces? Three models. Three models. <laughs> oh, they and did. A memoriam. Now, let's go back to that fucking tagline. Your dreams. Four beds. In the mother in the motherboard, right? Become reality. Which means now one person's dead. Oh beans. So did Daddy Gatesburg dream that his wife was gonna be dead? And then I think this company made it happen. Interesting. So it's like that's, extreme VR. This one was a this one was a fun one. I didn't think that it was gonna be this like uh did thought you go, intensive. Did you but... go over the fucked up faces? Yeah, they have like oh, the, uh, and shit the, the, the actual the models. Yeah. Yeah. So the models, they're like these are models sculpted. Uh, the first one's fine. They're like oh, uh, that one even is kind of fucked up. They're not like, as bad yeah. as the last one. They're like these models are <laughs> sculpted in uh, like exact detail as to what these people looked like in real life. And you got these the three people there, and their models have like these like microchips coming out of their heads. They got like circuitry coming out of the back of their head. They're like jaws all fucked up and has like circuitry in it and everything. I got from this personally, I don't know about you guys, but this video, um, I took away that the world that we know it as is kind of like a giant microchip or something because they had all the trees and everything with all the circuits. Simu- simulation oh, theory. Yeah, all- that's what I got. I thought like some like Daddy Zuckerberg was just plugging all these people into the metaverse because they have like. They have shit plugged into the back of their heads, and then yes. at one point it shows a CRT monitor, and it's also got a thing plugged into the back of it, yep. as if like it's tubing them together. 
Yeah, that might no, be it. I, I'm I am I'm on board with the uh, the Matrix theory for sure. You know what I'm on board with? Is my this dick. My oh. videos. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. We're yeah, in, I know with all mine. <laughs> we're in the final three. Thank you. So it's like you're trying to generate hype, and then you're stopping right before the hype. It's like a buildup, and my my fucking jimmies get rustled. Then you just fucking stop. John Cena. I think my I think my go to like comedy style is build, 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 and just let down blue ball. Let down. You so you are the comedic version of blue balls is what you're telling us. I was like listening to past episodes. I do that a lot. I think that's just naturally. I'm just a blue ball. I mean, it's funny, but also in the moment we're like. Motherfucker. <laughs> the worst. Don't are invite me to su- parties. I suck. <laughs> are you one of those people that are just like afraid of succeeding in anything? So you just sabotage yourself at the last moment? Oh, like 3,000%. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <There> you, um, <laughs> you should see what goes on behind the scenes. Well, you know what goes on. Oh, gosh. Um, anyway, so the next video is called The Oasis Greenhouse. This was brought to you to you by the Botanical Foundation of Massachusetts. Remember Massachusetts? <laughs> Anyway, so they, I do remember Massachusetts. They show you, you a bunch of fucking flowers. <laughs> like, they show you um, a hydrangea. And it gives you a little bit of, like, detail on the hydrangea. It's like, you know, the height's like two millimeters. The origin's from Japan. Um, the use is transferable reproduction cells. Japan, what? reproduction cells, bukkake, it's all coming together. It's all, <laughs> right. it's, it's all it's a fancy together. word for bukkake. Yeah. <laughs> they show you other ones, like a hibiscus, for example. Um, and it gives you more information, like it's from Malaysia. Its use is external stamen and nectar. So hmm. that's fun. And then you go into like tropical <laughs> plants as am well. I, am I supposed to care about any of you this? Might. Okay. You might. Okay. We go into tropical plants next. Like we got the, the Roystonia. Um, this guy is 16 meters long, Jason. He's a big boy. He's from the Virgin Islands. Its use is the oversized palm leaves. Oh. Yeah. We get another one, the Musa. <laughs> wow. The Musa. It can grow to be 11 meters tall. It looks like a bunch of bananas. Uh, it's from India. It's use, oversized stalks and roots. They must oversized. have been pretty big. We start to go into, now we were in tropical, but now Is we're going like into cloudy with a chance of meatballs where shit just Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. <laughs> we're going into subtropical plants now, though, so don't worry about it. We were in tropical now. Oh, it's about to get meaty. Yeah, so we're looking at, now we have the Hedaria helix. Its height, variable. Its origins, Ireland. Its use, predatory tendrils. Uh, that doesn't, that, what? Next! <laughs> is the Dianera, which you might know as the Venus flytrap. Its height is 0.5 meters. Its origin is the United States. Its use, you might ask, base genetic code uh, and carnivorous tendencies. Base genetic code. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Jason, is a fun flower that you might love. Moo, no. you might know what this huh. one looks like. I will show Jason the visual. No. This one is called the Valvis Conquictio. Con- 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 You're doing great. Thank you. Proudy. It so is proud. one meter tall. Its origin is Eventide Valley. Oh. And its Whoa. use, digestive um, fluids. A meter tall? Digestive fluids. For that's, those of you that can't uh, see, it is just a, a digestive system. The plant is just a big tummy. It's, it's a stomach. It's, it's the intestines. It's fucking intestines and a fucking throat. And with one of those like stinky yep. fl- uh, plants on the top. 
Yeah, those. Yep. The, the those stinky one. plants. Jason, you <laughs> might be able. You might know where this one's going. The next one is called the Boda Cerebro. Yep. This Cerebro. one is also brain. Oh, these are local. This is the nervous system. Yeah, this is local wild. Uh, this is flora. local wildlife. And yeah, fauna, and fauna flora. Yeah, uh, the Boda cerebro. Is this, is this related to the Permian Basin wildlife and fauna, or is this something completely? Its different? height is one meter. So it's the brainstem. Its origin is in Eventide Valley. Its use, consciousness. So the brainstem and brain. It is the brainstem and the brain. Cool. It's just a big brain on a ding, stick. Ding 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 ding! Is this a game show now? Yes, and then Matt, you're we, failing. We, I'm winning. Uh, yeah, no. So it no. shows. I've been, I've been Doctor Fisted. It shows us all this, <laughs> and we get some glitching out, and then we get this like handheld video of a giant ass fucking uh, Venus flytrap just busting out of what looks like a like university, kind of, and then it glitches, and we're done. You get the even. Oh, really? I thought it was a house. It Maybe wasn't a house. I kind of got like university vibes. It might have been a house. Oh. Though. Uh, either way, it's a big, uh, big ass Venus flytrap. I'm talking like yeah. fucking fifty feet tall. That's it's too a big, Lord boy. Next, we have the video Fire Danger. It is brought to us by the company Powera. This one's fucked up. And they got a chainsaw. Oh, that's fun. So it is also brought to us by the Ashenfield Department of Natural Resources. Which, if you didn't know, Ashenfield is next to Eventide Valley. They're all counties next to each other, which is nice. Okay, so. It, it starts nice. off. It's a nice place. Sounds like a great vacation spot. It sounds wonderful. It's one of mm-hmm. those like news, <laughs> uh, not I want to say news bulletins, but like it's one of those old like uh, news style things where it's a message from the county fire department. This takes place on July 23rd of 1979 at um, uh, 5.33 p.m. It lets you oh. know that tomorrow Three? at 3.35 p.m. A controlled burn will occur at the junction of CR-32 and Ashenfield Bypass. Be prepared for possible detours when traveling. And we get this little meter throughout this entire video. We get this meter that shows, like, um, like fire danger, basically. And it's, like, low, moderate, it's here. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. Basically, that's the. I've seen that meter before. Scale, and like state yeah. park uh, signs and stuff. Yeah, and they have those just like off. out west, just like yeah. on the side of the road. Oh, it was just chilling there. It's in California, huh. Monte. It's just it's there throughout the entire video. It's starting now. It's on low. Like it's not even there. There's no fire danger at all. Don't even fucking worry about it. But <laughs> <laughs> in a little bit, <laughs> just toss your cigarettes. In. Yeah, Fuck. just just go crazy. We're we're moist around here. We're fine. <laughs> Everyone's, more reasons everyone's slippery. No one's going to get on fire. You're fine. So you start <laughs> to see this this ticker kind of slowly keep making its way from low to like uh, moderate up to like high and to extreme over the course of the entire video. And you can see it keep ticking, you know, from low to moderate. Once we get to like moderate and everything, you get another message from the county fire department that says a control burn is currently in process. Progress. Those not, <laughs> those not <Sorry>. participating. <laughs> you know, I can mute you anytime, Moot. Uh, <laughs> those not participating. See, that's the fun thing. You can't anymore. That's true. I don't have power. He's He has the same power as you do. It's true. <laughs> those not participating are required by law to seek shelter immediately. Right now. Right now. So get the fuck inside, you doofus. They're doing a controlled burn. Stop shitting. Get inside. 
I don't know why you have to. Never mind. <laughs> Are you shitting outside? That's uh, yep. That's a good question. I have no Stop idea. Pooping. Is it because it's so moist? <laughs> <laughs> you never have to wipe. It just naturally cleans. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> God. This just keeps going from moderate to like high. We're in like the high category. Yeah, like we are fire, the high like fire risk of Jason of a murdering everybody for talking about wet sloppy. So poops. now, now it says <laughs> controlled burn is now classified as a high hazard wildfire. Fire line currently heading toward Ashenfield Bypass and Grove Creek. This is taking place at three thirty eight. The controlled fire started three minutes ago. They've already lost control of this controlled fire. <laughs> it took them three minutes to go from a low to a high-grade fire uh, Good warning. Job. Yeah, they fucked up. Hey, man, this is who we trust <laughs> you played with yourself. Uh, our controlled burns and fire safety. Next, we're getting into, like, the... <laughs> we're getting <laughs> yeah, into, like, fuck you. the danger category, where before it was, like, high, now it's, like, fuck! That's where we're at now. It went is from, that the actual, like... Yes. It's it went from high... It's medium high. Fuck! <laughs> it went from being red to deep maroon five. You know? Like, we're right there. And now it says, Man. if you are capable, any and all citizens of Ashenfield... Is that where you Ashen get love? God Thank damn you. it, Matt! <laughs> if you are capable, any and all citizens of Ashenfield must report to a local fire station immediately. Um, and but- then we get cut away. And uh, we get this like raging forest fire and it's like a news like it's like one of those like helicopter things where they're in the helicopter in the news and like it's me Chet you betcha with the news I'm up in Chopper 7 I'm in Chopper 7 and it's like you know this this control burn got out of hand shit's fucked up right now and then you see this giant fucking thing in, in, in the fire it's like this huge Kind of similar to your big old creature thing in the la- your your episode, uh, but it's got more like ten like arms. It kind of looks like a mix between a person and a spider. It looks like it's grown up a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Almost like the first part was possibly the the pupil the, stage, yeah. larval stage. Yep, and then it cuts away, and we're done with that one. Oh. Yep, all you get is this big old this. God, we were almost about to learn something too. Nope, not today. <laughs> We're on to the last episode now, boys and girls. And it's by episode, this is I mean video. Jason. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't know what I expect. We're fucking what seventy three <laughs> episodes deep. Yep. And hasn't happened. I haven't learned a single thing yet. So you decided to bring me on. You didn't have to. You and Doug were like, "Who should we bring in?" You had every option in the book, and you chose this. <laughs> yeah. Because so you're you an easy this. target. You make a good punching bag. All right. You're like, we need someone to bully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to admit that on air. I'll just say that now. <laughs> so here we go. Last video. It's called The Week Ahead. And you get like a calendar update of like the week and what's coming. It's Monday, September 22nd now. The week ahead um, for the uh, the new Trilight. That's what they call it. The new Trilight. Um, and we have things coming up like on the 22nd. There's like a Monday festival. On the 24th. Is it called a- Monday Festival? Please tell me it's it called. Is. It's the Monday Festival. I'll get into it. Um, The 24th, there's a city council meeting. (laughs) On the 26th, there's a triathlon. 27th, there's autumn parade. And on the 28th, there's a uh, uh, tri-light art show. The tri-light art show. I'm guessing all of that has to do with tripophobia. I don't know. It does does take place on Channel 33 as well. So there's that. Not Um, Channel 7? No, Channel 33. 
Um, the World Monday festival, the Monday festival begins at 9 p.m. tonight on Main Street. Parking is available at the Sky Park uh, Recreation Center lots. The closing ceremony ceremony begins at 10 p.m. and all festivities promptly end at 11 p.m. And then we get some like glitches and everything, and we get this weird like it kind of looks like my spidery thing is just like chilling now, like it's relaxed. It's kind of like hunkered down. Like here, I'll show you a picture. It kind of looks like the uh, the giant thing you burn oh, at yeah. Burning Man. Before yeah. you light it, it on looks fire. like the Burning Man. It looks like the yeah. Burning Man before you light it on fire. Yeah, um, and then they lit it on fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, uh, you know, we don't get too much more going on. We get like glimpses into this like um, supermarket called Delta, which their logo is a triangle. Try, ha. Um, and then we see what's <laughs> happening today. Um, today is Tri Day, and we have the Tri Day events going on. They're going on all day, Jason. Do you want to know what the Tri Day events are? It sounds like they're throwing a party for these fucking things. The Tri Day events, Jason. I'm I'm not the only one here, <laughs> begin, bud. I know, but you're the one that's interrupting me the most. I'm gonna keep doing I it. I feel like the Tri Day like events. Mike's lecturing. <laughs> Moot, Moot, settle down, or I'll put you outside with Jason. <laughs> so the Tri Day events. Hey. Be- what? 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 <laughs> I can just. I was gonna take Doug's body with me, but I can just leave it here. You, oh, you guys can deal with that. His one. corpse smells. Don't it doesn't do that. Smell great. <laughs> well. It's hot talking that way. I'm leaving. Smelly in here. <laughs> <laughs> so the tri day events uh, begin between 12 a.m. and 5 a.m. Remain in bed by 3 p.m. and all clear will be given over the tri light local alert system. Remember to remove all instances of the number three in your place of residence. What? Remember. Oh. Okay. Three. Have you done yeah. that? Yeah. No, yeah, there's so many threes around here. <laughs> Mike, you, you know how fucking difficult it would be? Like, yeah, how do you go every about Every single three? Just like, think about if you have magazines. Oh, or, God. Throw those not, bitches not just Like, that. it's just instruction manuals for random old shit that you have laying <laughs> in a, drunk, a junk drawer somewhere. Not just that, but like, if is it is it just the number three or like things in threes? Like, if I have three paper towel rolls left in my house, do I have to throw <laughs> one away? Or do I add another, or am I okay? If I have three ounces of nope. Jack Daniels left, nope. am I fucked? Chug it. You have to anyway. Have, you have to have less. So we get anything some... that is um, like could be divided into units of three. Oh, so fuck! Have fun with that. Visibilities. What if I cube something? <laughs> this is where the number twenty, the the movie, the number twenty three, was stemmed from. Was somebody who <laughs> lost their fucking shit over the number three or something? Yeah, beans. Um, and it's we get some glitchy stuff that goes on and then we get like this sky this camera that's shooting up in the sky and it shows uh six of these like lavender diamonds floating in the sky it's it, it's the it's the forever gems <laughs> <laughs> um and these things are just kind of <laughs> the long time rock <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> How I, there, if there's one way to immediately remove all of the tension from Infinity War, he's got the six long time rock. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's funny. 
<laughs> He's got the long time rocks. Everybody run. Thanos has acquired two out of the six long time rocks. What do we do? <laughs> hey, man, in a reality, a reality somewhere has that yeah. to look forward to. <laughs> Some someone universe. Make, like, someone make art of like a shitty mitten with six long time rocks taped onto it. <laughs> Um, anyway, send it to, uh, the Duluti pod somewhere (laughs) anyway. Um, but yeah, it's like, it kind of resembles, um, you know, the Phoenix lights. Yeah. It kind of resembles that a little bit. The triangle pattern. Yeah. Not even the triangle pattern. It just, the, the, the way it's shot and everything kind of looks like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we then get a, uh, (laughs) cut to a card that says, a temporal interruption has occurred at station site four one dash nine three one three nine comma negative seven zero point nine three eight nine zero. We're not in an SCP reading. We don't need. Well, that. I had to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then we get like this this video of someone's house, and in his house it shows like his bed with his like nightstand. And then his nightstand, uh, we see we see the nightstand, and we see uh, like another uh, like camera angle of his kitchen, and then it flashes to the kitchen. You see these like lights happening, little little subtle lights, and then it flashes back to the nightstand. The nightstand drawer like opens up, and then it flashes back to the kitchen. The kitchen like cabinets open, and the uh, lavender diamonds are coming into the kitchen. They look like Sims plum bobs, but they're purple yeah. instead of they look green. Like the, yeah, they look like the arrows over the Sims, yeah. Um, and then it shows, like, the clock, and it... I, n- my... I need to stop. Yeah? Are those called plum bobs? Is that what you just That's said? That's what they're called. Yep. Plum bobs. They're called plum, plum bobs. bobs. Plumbus. Well, I did. See, I understand more about what a Get plumbus is. Get yourself a plumbus. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I just stopped the whole thing here, but I... <laughs> Just, that's, <laughs> hey, we so learned many... something on Duluti. Hey, hey! Look at that. We, have, we fucking figured it out this time. Informational but, podcast. We did Hello. It. Um, but these things, I'm going to just stop you there. Um, it. This is probably my favorite bit because I don't know how he like made these effects, but they reminded me a lot of Poltergeist. The, the the scene that happens you see like um his clock gets taken over by like this yellow uh, this this uh purple uh like tendrily looking like electricity and it looks like how in the 80s when they would make like the lightning effect like how they hand draw it and everything mm-hmm. it looked like that and i fucking love that effect it's so beautiful so well done it looks fucking great aiden check <laughs> fucking fantastic my guy it, it's fucking beautiful and then it glitches out i love the style of a lot of this me too yes like, every everything looks hand drawn and that's what i think i like the most about it it's beautiful it's unsettling something yeah. about it is like like this is more it's more unsettling in a way that isn't just like the typical like grainy footage found yes. footage way yeah. that analog horror is like something about the effects and the art style itself is like uncanny valley mm-hmm. style unsettling. Yeah, I have I have one more panel to read, and that's it. The last thing we see before the video cuts away is the tri day events have now concluded. Please return to your everyday schedule. Normal programming will resume Tuesday, September twenty fourth. Thank you. Have a great tri day. And that's the end of Eventide. Oh, thanks. That was nice of them. That was that. that, that was, that's the end of Eventide. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. I, wow. I hope in, you guys were following along at home. I enjoyed Eventide a lot. Um, Same. I mean, I fucking, yeah. I love all analog horror. So 
I we're, we're going to get into like something here at the end. Uh, we're at the end. Um, where <laughs> I think uh, Moot here. Um, yeah. Real quick, I just want you to to briefly mention what you did before because we're almost out of time here. Um, you mentioned uh, before I didn't cool. know that these were all kind of like coherent, and you're like, oh, "What's the overarching story?" You seem to have a pretty solid theory on what's going on. Well, I, I mean, what I was alluding to in the beginning was more just like it. it I like the way that it up, that it has like all of the entries are just seemingly completely disjointed in ways like they're even in different locations and stuff. But there are things that make reappearances throughout the videos, like the jizzy looking spider web stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, shit. Thank you for saying the, that. I, I'm so sorry to cut you off here. Um, in the fifth video, you hmm. or the uh, uh, whatever the video was with the uh, the, the midnight movie. Um, you see a flash of like this hole that's full of that like spider webby. Yeah, spider webby cum is just everywhere in the vid in that. <laughs> so that's a, that's one of the recurring things that happens here. Yeah, yeah, and like the number three appears a couple of times, like in Jason's video with the uh, computer, computer graphics one. and the burning and stuff like that. But as far as theory goes, I I initially thought that this was just it's archival footage from the Eventide Media Center, which is like a library. And these are just VHS tapes of random shit that's happened in the Eventide Valley's history that somebody has just dug up from the archives. And there's something about the area that leads to these sort of strange occurrences. My theory was that there's some sort of living creature underground. Like, the, all this whole valley seems to be built on top of some sort of interdimensional being or something that is under the soil. But, talking about the computer graphics video earlier actually got me thinking about what if Mike's theory is at least partially right. Because the none of the, like, even Tide Valley doesn't exist. If you go to a a yeah. map of Massachusetts like this this place doesn't actually exist these towns don't exist so what if these are towns in Massachusetts that actually exist in some sort of metaverse yeah. and there's weird shit going on yeah because anything is possible oh absolutely Zuckland in Zuckland <laughs> I hope that's what he calls his amusement park holy shit can you imagine the fucking horrors that are going to come out of the metaverse one can only hope if if big giant if the metaverse actually makes it to like the public, like a wide array of the public. If it's something like the internet, then yes. If it's something like going to space, then no, <laughs> because it's reserved for only the few, the far between yeah. the elite and those that were chosen to have more money than us. So we'll see. We, we also have confirmation from discord from someone yeah. who lives in Massachusetts. Thanks Varys. Varys. Uh, hey. they, they, uh, were able to confirm even tide do not reel. <laughs> How in about the most that? eloquent of ways? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, again, uh, Aiden chick, we, he has a Twitter, uh, uh there's yeah. an even tide Twitter. It's kind of like a bulletin board. There's not a whole heck of a lot of extra information there, but you do get some extra fun, like images and bulletins there. Um, Again, if you're looking for some fun, like, wallpapers and stuff, this dude <laughs> makes such fun art. I fucking love it. I don't know if he's commissioning yeah. someone or making it himself, but it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just want anything analog horror related. I've already started buying merch that's related to, like, creepy, weird episodes. I'm wearing my Polybius shirt right now. 
There's um, a whole merch store for this. There is, the and YouTube I, I almost ordered a couple of stickers. You know, there there's another merch store that you can find in linktree.com <laughs> slash DiludiPod. Oh, um, man, the bird scooters are flowing tonight. Yeah, linktree.com slash DiludiPod. You can find everything there, including our merch store. We still have to update it to add the flag. Um, we are still... I'm sorry if we, we haven't reached out to you yet, um, Alexandria. You will be getting your free flag. Um, we just been so busy. I started a new job. I've been super exhausted and busy, and I usually take care of that Excuse- stuff. I'm sorry. These are I excuses. I do have excuse. excuses, Moot. Stop. Hey, <laughs> Matt, these are fuck. These are your excuses too now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, Everybody else's I- problems can be used as my problems. <laughs> but I will reach Zach. out to you if you're listening. Um, Zach slash Pax slash Limited Ambition. Yeah, yeah. Um, if she's not listening, let her know. I will reach out to you guys soon. And uh, make sure I get you your flag. It's just taking me a minute because of all the shit I have going on in my life right now. Um, you will get it. We will get the um, the flag and the shirt for uh, dead under space, uh, underscore space all underscore you, horse. We will get your submission up there as a shirt as well. And we'll contact you to let you know when we do it as well. I just have a lot going on. I'm getting to it. I'm sorry. It's taking so long. Well, yeah, we we'll all have there. a, there's a lot of changes um, happening. Doug's not around right now. Mike's going through a new job change. I mean, I've just, I'm, I still work as a surgical tech, I got so off, I'm busy all the fucking time. I got off a 10 hour shift and then just basically went right down to the basement yep. to do this. <laughs> I watched him eat part of dinner. And then- <laughs> so there's a lot going on that I'm getting to. I, yeah. I just have a lot on the back burner, so I'll get there eventually. I promise. Um, hopefully by the time this comes out, I have already either a messaged you or will be reminded to message you because this is out now. <laughs> um, but linktree.com slash DiludiPod. You can find our links for everything. We're DiludiPod or don't look into the internet everywhere. Um, especially YouTube. Go to our YouTube page. That is Bussin. If you want to promote us the best yes. right now, that is one of the best ways you can do it. Yes. Along with giving us five-star Ooh. reviews or any type of review on Spotify. Um, right now, Spotify's algorithm is like perfect for people in our situation. Um, I think so it just has to do yeah. with whoever's writing the descriptions of the episodes and posting them up to Buzzsprout. So when they get posted, yes, VRRSS, it yes, might hit all the topics people are searching. Maybe that could have something to do with it. it I'm not could. sure. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, uh, our our links are everywhere in the link tree. Go there, you'll find everything. Again, linktree.com/slash/dilutypod, Patreon.com/slash/dilutypod, BuyMeCoffee.com/slash/dilutypod. But let's be real; it's going to be for alcohol. Um, if you want to keep up to date with our merch, uh, again, that's in the link tree. Um, and I think that covers just about all of it. One more time, linktree.com slash DiludiPod. If you want to send us a text or a voicemail, um, you can go to our Google phone number. Um, we will play voicemails on air. We will respond to text. We always do. That phone number is 630-909-9366. One more time, that is 630-909-9366. That's about that. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Uh, Moody, Moody, Moody Patootie, you got anything for the people, the beautiful people, Badoodoo? Continue existing. Thanks for having me. Let, you know what? Let them know how you felt about this episode. Did you like me hanging out? Did you want to hear more of this when one of the regular three chuckle fucks isn't around 
If you don't, tell them that too, because I'm not going to be able to see those messages. So you know what? Insult away. And <laughs> also, would you, you like to hear uh, hear Matt on an episode in person with us? Because that's something that we could possibly talk about, make happening. Or that too, yeah. And I'm going to plug shameless plug. Fuck if yes. you like me a lot and you want to hear a lot from me and my longtime good friend Chris, head over to unplannedpodnancy.com or search up Unplanned Podnancy on any podcast platform and you'll find me and my friend Chris talking about some random shit every Thursday. I'm a bucket Thanks, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're gonna have everybody likes the fucking no, the no, buckets. I'm not gonna I lie. Feel like I, I'm only Team Bass. No, no, no. I, I said that on purpose. I'm I'm Team Basket. It's just <laughs> thank you. Buckets. They're not like. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna get it. We have like two minutes. I'm gonna get into this. Real quick. Buckets are ugly. Baskets go yeah, that's well. Exactly. With that's the end. everything. Baskets are ornate. They're nice. You can't put a like, bucket in like the fucking bathroom and put like flowers in it or something. It looks shitty. I mean, you, you can. You can, but it looks. You can shitty. if you have like a farm chic thing yeah. going on. I yeah, guess we're team basket like, over here. I'm sorry, yeah. Chris. Fuck you. <laughs> buckets <Yeah>. suck. <laughs> I will send this to him. Team basket. Good. 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 And if you guys would like to hear more crossover nonsense, please, again, like uh, like Matt said, let us know. Um, we have a lot in store in the future, a fucking lot in store in the future. But the biggest thing that I want to leave you with is, as always, fucking guys, stay paranoid. If you see a cluster of holes outside in your backyard, that was not a random wildlife animal digging. You should definitely venture down in there and, <laughs> and tell me what's what's down there. But uh, but remain paranoid while you do so. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. The purple. <laughs> or if you do and you live to tell about or and live to tell the story, let us know. Closest, go go to Starbucks. Whoever's in line in front of you, hug them. <laughs> wow, that's it. Doug, do you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> also let, it, Doug, also let us know how that goes the, the people he, he's trying oh. <coughs> you're peeing <laughs> on a bean taste it wow it's, it's just like a weekend at Bernie's type honestly situation. I would say yes if I didn't think Doug, <laughs> Doug was actually just that talking was to great. us thank you for adding that <laughs> that was so convincing too <laughs> weird alright everybody Thank you. We love you. We will see you next fucking week. Yeah.